Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. Today, we're going to discuss the Fighting Illini, the number 18 ranked Fighting Illini. got a win, a big-time win versus number 18 Wisconsin on Wednesday night. Yes, this is coming out later, uh, but we're going to talk about real quick uh, the win that they got over Wisconsin in snowy Champaign-Urbana. Um, discuss all that, Kofi's big night, talk a little bit about Corbello, uh, the supporting cast for the Illini, a little bit about Wisconsin, maybe some respect for Kofi, maybe he needs to be the Big Ten Player of the Year, if not National Player of the Year, and maybe his NBA career, we'll talk about all of that here on the Coach Steve Show podcast, um, make sure you hit the like button and subscribe button on the YouTube channel, um, and then wherever you listen to your podcast, it can be found there, so make sure you uh, follow it, rate it, um, all that good stuff. Leave it a review if you have the time. Uh, be greatly appreciated. The podcast is also brought to you by Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. If you head over to bellyupsports.com, check out all the blogs and podcasts there. Uh, check all that out. Um, the podcast is also brought to you by Guardian Caps. Uh, all the big guys in the trenches taking those hits all the time, football coaches. Uh, you know, they hit hit every single play. The one way to protect those shells and reduce the repetitive blows those guys are t- taking each and every week, it's Guardian Caps. If you go to guardiansports.com slash guardian-caps uh, and use the code 15 off, all one word, you'll save 50% off your order. It can reduce the blows 20 to 33% and is worn over five NFL teams and over 200-plus colleges like Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, and Penn State. So again, use the code 15 off to save 50% off your order. Thank you, Guardian Caps and Guardian 
Sports for sponsoring the podcast. All right, let's dive into Illinois. Illinois faced off a snowy game versus Wisconsin. Wisconsin came to town. Uh, Central Illinois is getting bombarded um, with snow as we speak. Uh, there's about, I would say, 15 inches of snow down there or so, if not 16 inches of snow. So they battled it, but the Orange Crush came out, and it was great to see the Orange Crush come out and support the fighting Illini that they could get there. And there was other sports um, Illini fans that did get to the game, which was very nice to see. Very jealous, really wanted to see that game. Uh, first, My very first complaint about the whole game is, why does the game start so late? And I know it's because of Fox Sports, but come on. You know, the game for me started at 8 o'clock at night. Other people started at 9 o'clock at night. Why? Why? I can understand of the location if they're on the – East Coast, and they just start at a certain time if they're on, whatever. This is in their home place at a central time. Why does the game not start at like 7? So we can get done and go to bed. Some of us are old. So Fox, Big Ten Network, you need to get your heads in it and focus and get the game started earlier. But anyway, it was a great game. It was a career night for Kofi Coburn, who is in the running for National Player of the Year, Big Ten Player of the Year. Um, he is in that running. He ended up with 37 points and 12 rebounds. I believe, um, 10 were being defensive rebounds. He had about 50 pounds on their, you know, on the guy guarding him. They, anytime they put somebody on him, he outweighed them by 50 pounds. They would double team him. They would triple team him. So it was nice to see Kofi do that. Uh, we'll discuss Kofi here, the rest of Kofi here in just a second. Um, Granderson, you know, chipped in with his 14 points. Um, and a little scoring after that, you know, you see this big number for Illinois, you know, Kofi's got 37 and then Grandison came in, um, started to get a little groove back. You know, he played 34 minutes. He was three to six from the three point line, um, come in with 14 plumber, uh, shooting woes continue a little bit there. Uh, one for seven or six points. Williams, you know, not coming in with seven, Trent Frazier coming with seven, but Trent Frazier, should be up for defensive Big Ten Player of the Year. Uh, my friend Logan is really high on Trent Frazier, so everything he said about Trent Frazier is correct, but he chips in with seven. Um, off the bench, the bench really didn't provide too much. Payne had two, and it, we got Corbello back, um, played 11 minutes. Uh, and in those 11 minutes, I believe in the first two minutes, he took four shots. He was three of seven, uh, chipped in with seven points, so Kofi had to carry the load. Uh, but that's why he came back. That's what he is going to do. A um, couple big storylines we're going to jump around a little bit is the Illini did struggle from the free throw line once again. Uh, 9 of 18 from the free throw line. Not good. Uh, they really, that's kind of been their uh, woes this year is that free throw line. And when we get into the Big Ten tournament and into March Madness, they are going to have to hit some free throws. 9 of 18 being 50% does not cut it. You know, you're leaving nine points on the board, so it could have been 89, you know, maybe 87. You missed two to 67. So now you're winning by 20. You're putting yourself in a position. Uh, Three-point percentage was down a little bit. They were 7 of 22 for 31.8%. Uh, but their field goals, they were 51.6%, which they'll take. Um, so a lot of different storylines here. Uh, Corbello was back. I believe he was in the COVID protocol, but he <sighs> – one thing I heard, and it was from Craig Choate, who does the podcast, the, the No One Asks podcast, said he had gotten told that Corbello always needs to play. He doesn't need to play at 100. He needs to play like an 80. And that's what happened when he takes time off is 
we need Corbello back full time. We need to get his legs under him. You know, this starting to play at the season, then he sat out a couple, you know, like two months, and then he's back. Then he has to sit out again. Does not bode well for Kofi Coburn or uh, Corbello. He needs to be playing, and we saw glimpses of it. Uh, pick and rolls with him and Kofi are dangerous. The type of passing he can make is dangerous. When he does it, when he is on, he gets the little floaters that come in. He's very good at getting to the lane, popping it up, floater, boom, and he's he's scoring. Very good at that, but when he goes way too hard and way too fast, he throws it up. I believe in the first two minutes he had four shots. Now he made two of them, but he took four, so only making half. And then he's, you know, there was a couple of stuff he's chucking up, made a couple good defensive stuff stops in the first half. Um, but the big thing was he did not play in the second half at all. If he did, it was only a minute or two. And I don't know if that's because you, Brad Underwood put a minutes cap on him, which. That was talked about. I don't think that was the case because he would have had that on when he first came back after sitting out for a month or two. I think it was because he could just tell he was out of shape. And and we don't know if he had COVID. Is that bothering him? Is the breathing bothering him? We don't know. Brad Underwood only reports exactly what he needs to. So he doesn't report any more, doesn't report any less. You know, we didn't know he had concussion protocol until he came back. So he keeps things pretty much under wraps. Um, the entire time, so we don't really know, and I don't know if we will ever know exactly what happened. He, uh, I mean, he looked okay, um, and I was think in the second half, we came out hot. Illinois came out hot in the second half, and I think, you know, Brad Underwood, you know, especially in basketball, when you've got a flow going, you don't want to, you don't want to stop it. So he he saw what was going on. He goes, I got to keep this. We got to get a lead. Now, if we get a decent enough lead, we'll bring him back in. Uh, so that was a storyline. Another story was that. People were really getting on Trent Frazier in the first half. He didn't score because I can get to see seven points. But one thing about Trent Frazier is he's the guy that's going to do everything else that he needs to. So if he doesn't need to score, he ain't going to score. If he needs to score, he will score. And that's just something that people don't really realize is that that's exactly what he does. If he has to play defense the whole time, he's going to play defense the whole time. You know, so we kind of have to get off of that. He's going to make defensive plays like that one fast break. He sprints, knocks the ball out of bounds to stop the play. Uh, he will guard people bigger than him. He will guard the ball full court. Then he'll come down, and make a couple shots, run the offense the way he needs to, get it down to Kofi, and you know get other people open. And since he can hit shots, people are going to look at him. I mean, he had seven assists. He had a steal. He'll get you three rebounds, two of them being defensive rebounds. Um, now he was one for five for three, three for ten for the field. Not the best. But seven assists helps you out. I mean, he led the team in assists. So, you know, probably a lot to Kofi. Um, Granderson, you know, it was nice to see him get his shot back a little bit with 14 points. Plummer, not shooting right now the best. We got to get him to bounce back. He did hit, hit three for three for free throws. And then Williams, you know, he it's not going to be this guy that's going to score a lot of points. He can. He can hit shots. We saw that last year. But, he, again, another guy that's going to come and play defense. Um, they played a lot of minutes. Those starters play a lot of minutes. Kofi. 33, Granderson 34, Plummer 36, Williams 35, Frazier 33. So for Illinois, I think we got to start getting some things off the bench. Um, you know, if Corbello starts coming off the bench and he starts getting his legs under him, that'll be a guy huge to come off the bench for. Payne plays defense, but, you know, if that's all he does is play defense and that's what he's good at, good. Then the offensive stuff doesn't matter. But when he doesn't have a – he only played seven minutes, didn't get a rebound, a steal, or an assist or anything – he had a foul on two points. We need to see more production out of him. Hawkins, not giving much off the bench, played two two minutes. 
So Brian Woods kind of made it clear that in these big games, if, if the starters have to play all these minutes and they're playing well, um, and we're not getting quite foul trouble, our highest foulers were Kofi and Frazier with three. So I think he's kind of sending that message. If you guys are not going to come out and play, he ain't going to play you. Um, he, he subbed people out for not boxing out, and I think that's why you saw, you know, Goody, uh, Goody, or however you say his name, play a little bit. Melendez play a little bit, and Hawkins coming in. for the t- So, like, when you don't box out, he's going to take you out. Brad Underwood understands this is a team, especially last year, you know, they should have went farther than they did. He understands he's in a position to build this culture and to build this team to try to be a winner each and every year. He's getting to that point now. He's got it to where he needs it to get to. Now he's got to keep taking a step forward. So he ain't putting up with it. You're not boxing out. You ain't playing. So that's kind of what summed up Illinois' night. Um, you know, they were going against Wisconsin, who Wisconsin is, you know, year in, year out, a pretty good fundamental team. You know, Davis over there, you know, they we know him, ended up with 22 points. Uh, he was 5 for 19 shooting, 1 for 5 from the 3. So he had some shots early, and then as the game went on, we were able to disrupt them. Uh, Wisconsin had this little dry spell coming out of the second half. Illinois really turned the heat up on defense, and then they Kofi really started going. They had no answer for Kofi, absolutely none. Uh, they would double team and he was still scoring. Um, I believe he only missed three shots. He was 16 of 19, uh, five for nine for the free throw line. So it, the big story there was Kofi. They couldn't stop him. And so the, the thing is, Kofi's name, you know, he's talked about. I mean, even last year he was talked about for player of the year behind his teammate, you know, um, an Io, an Io DeSumo. And so this year he's brought up for Big Ten player and, you know, Garza was in the league last year, so sometimes he overshadowed Kofi, but Kofi's name is up there for player of the year, and some people are going to give it to Davis, some people are going to give it to another guy. What hurts Kofi is he sat out a couple games. Uh, That kind of hurts him a little bit, but at the same time, scoring 37 points, he's scoring over 20 points a game, I believe. So I think the question now becomes, where's the respect for Kofi Coburn? And I don't know if it's because we all look towards guards and forwards for those types of player of the years more than like a center type position. And that's the same thing with his NBA status. You know, I think um, that's kind of where that comes from too. Um, We'll get into that. Like right now in 2021 to 2022 season, uh, Kofi is averaging 22.1 points. It's pretty good. And last year he was only averaging 17 and the year before only 13. So, you know, he's he's doing pretty good. Um, recent games, his worst game was to Purdue, and so we're going to talk all about that here in a second. I mean, 37, 22, and then his worst game was 10 points, 21 versus Michigan, 16 versus Nebraska, and those are just, you know, the latest ones. We could go all over to look at his scores. But, I mean, he's scoring pretty good. Um, you know, 23, 29, 25, 21, then he's got a 13, 17, 13, 28, uh, and we keep going back, 38, uh, 23, 18. So he's averaging 22.1. Um, he's averaging, I believe, over 11 rebounds. And Illinois is now sole possession of number one seed in the Big Ten. That's got to mean something. And I think there's got to be more respect. Now, one knock that he does take is when there's players that are his size or just as big seems to struggle, and that's happened a couple of times when he's scoring lower. Um, sometimes he does fade away from the basket. He's trying too far hook shots and everything. Um, but when he does play another big team like Purdue, it seemed to bother him a little bit. 
But I think the thing with Kofi is he's going to play that team again, and he'll adjust. That's the next thing. We got to remember he hasn't played basketball his whole life, I believe, if you read his story. And he's developing a jump shot. There was that one he just kind of churned and it did not look good and it went in. So if he's developing more of his free throw game, developing more of the jump shot, it's going to make him more dangerous. Last year he was somewhat of a liability, especially at the beginning of the year until he got, especially against like a Baylor, guarding on the three-point line. Well, he's able to go out there and guard now. He's a little more athletic there. He's playing a lot longer. He's staying out of foul trouble. He understands the game more. He's in better shape. He's stronger. So if he continues to develop a little mid-range from the free throw line down, jump shot, continue on his post moves, that is the knock, though. When someone just as big as him comes in and plays against him, it does bother him a little bit. But the next time they play Purdue, I do believe that they will be better. I think that they will play much better than they did, and that was a close game the last time they played. Um, When we look at their schedule here coming up after Wisconsin, they got to play Indiana and Purdue next week. Um, the fifth, they got to play Indiana. And uh, again, they got to play Purdue on the eighth. And so he gets another crack at Purdue. Purdue right now is number four in the nation. So they have another crack at it. And when he does play guys his big, as big as him, yeah, you could say he struggles. Um, another thing that I reason why maybe he's not looked at as player of the year is because we all look at guards and forwards. When we talk about greatest of all time, especially like NBA, yeah, Shaquille O'Neal's kind of up there. But who do we talk about? We talk about Kobe, Michael, um, and, you know, and I guess LeBron's up there. But we talk about guys that are bringing the ball up, they're shooting. That's why Io DeSumo got a lot of looks because he's the one bringing the ball up. Big guys like that, they got to work down in the post and try to get the ball. And then people talk about, you know, his NBA stock. Like, he's not a high NBA stock. And they talk about how the NBA game has changed and a big guy like that can't, you know, um, that's not what they look at. You know, they want NBA guys that could spread the floor. I firmly believe that some team that gets a Kofi, if he goes next year and gets a Kofi, I look at it from like a football perspective. If you look at football from like a high school perspective, I coach high school football. When you see a kid on a high school team or in college coaches, what happens is they come look. Yeah, maybe this kid isn't the greatest high school player. But let's say they're 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, and they're 280 pounds, and they've got this frame, and they've got the body, they've got the feet. The coach is going to look at that and say, hmm, I can work with that. You know what I mean? Now, I know the NBA is like now, but they've got your minor leagues for a reason. So I have to sit here and believe that an NBA team is going to look at Kofi if he continues this trend and say, hmm, if we can really get his jump shot down in that mid-range, he'll spread the floor. When you get a fast break, a guy coming down there to slam it. Or maybe some team's going to be a trans a trans setter and say, you know, I know NBA's more about spreading the floor. If we can really get him conditioned and guard somebody, we'll bring back the Shaquille O'Neal type thing because it's not going to be quite as slow-paced. He's going to come up and slam the ball. He is going to come down. And make a jump shot when he's trailing. I have to sit here and believe that a guy that big who has gotten in shape over the past years, each and every year has gotten better, is averaging this. He's in the conversation for Big Ten Player of the Year. He's in the conversation for Player of the Year. A NBA team is going to take him. And the first step is we got to get him one of these awards because Illinois is now number one in the Big Ten, which... The argument is probably one of the best conferences in basketball, if not the best basketball conference, because it's it's a meat grinder with them, Ohio State, Purdue, uh, Michigan, even though they're down. like it. And maybe this year it's not the best, but it has been. 
I know the SEC starting to make a comeback, ACC starting to make a comeback there. But you have to sit here and think, he's got, you know, how many times do we sit here and say Illinois, one, Illinois is number one overall seed in the Big Ten, which hasn't happened since D. Brown type of days. It didn't happen last year. If they win outright the regular season Big Ten, and then they win the Big Ten tournament and win the Big Ten onto March Madness, it's got to be up there. It's going to come down between them and Purdue to win the Big Ten, whether it's regular season or um, in the tournament. But to have an Illinois who is good at basketball, um, they're getting the football turnaround, but they've been really good at basketball two years in a row. Well, the third year, if you want to talk about the COVID year, they were on a roll. They weren't going to win the conference Big Ten, but they were going to head into that tournament guns a-blazing. So from that year to have it go in there, him and Io and Trent Frazier, to have the team playing the way they are this year, you've got to think he's got to be up there. And then Trent Frazier, you know, Logan, I'm all with you. Like, Trent Frazier needs more respect. The guy, that how he plays defense, how he runs the offense, he can bring the ball up, he can shoot. And, the, again, I keep saying it, defense is huge. Defense, it's, Basketball starts with defense. That guy can flat out play defense. That guy can lead a team. He has got to be in conversations for awards. He's got to get more respect. Him and Kofi have to get way more respect. And when they're in close games, he and Kofi, they need a new closer, and it has been Trent Frazier. You know, Kofi can, but again, it's hard for a guy that doesn't bring the ball up. No knock to Kofi, but when you're Trent Frazier and you're bringing the ball up, you have more control and come down there and do something. And Kofi's got to work hard to get the ball. So Trent Frazier needs more respect. Kofi needs more respect. Um, but it was a great game. Uh, you know, it got close at times. The refing was sub- suspect, but we are in a ref shortage, that so we can't complain too much. It was a great game, even though it was late. Fox Sports has got to get their act together. But it was a great game to watch. Um, Illinois now has to go on and play Indiana, which is not an easy thing. Indiana has gotten it turned around, so they do have to play Indiana at Indiana. And then they got to play Purdue at Purdue, who is right now number four in the nation. So Illinois has a meat grinder here. You know, Indiana, Purdue, Northwestern again. Rutgers, Michigan State, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, and Iowa. So they dodge playing Wisconsin again. Um, so we're, we're slowly wrapping up. You know, that last game versus Iowa is March 6th, and we'll head off to the Big Ten tournament. Um, so they've got a meat grinder for schedule, but they're a sole possession of the Big Ten right now. They're number one. they got to keep fighting to try to win the Big Ten outright in the regular season. Um, Kofi needs more respect. Trent Frazier needs more respect. Uh, so I'm going to try to do more of the Illini stuff. I haven't been able to do it, um, but hopefully I'll get – to more of it. Sometimes I can't watch it. I coach basketball too, so they play when they're on and I can't see it all, so it's hard to talk about. But it was a great game. Hopefully people enjoyed it. Um, so that wraps up this episode. Again, go like and subscribe. Um, go follow um, on Twitter. Um, if you guys are watching the video, you see the cool ticker there. Figure that out. Um, check out all the affiliates in the description below. Like and subscribe. Follow it. Rate it. All that good stuff wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, Check out all the weekly episodes. Going to try to start getting some coaches back on a different conversation. So that'll be fun. Um, So yeah, go do all that for me, please. And thank you. Helps out the algorithm. Um, This has been another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. Uh, Stay safe out there, anybody with the snow. And we are out of here.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.